On this episode's intro segment with Grandma Belidi, I asked my grandma how older generations viewed sex. It was very different then than yeah. it is now. It was very it, taboo, um, right? Yes, yes, yes. What's the difference between then and now? Or how do you feel about how people talk about sex oh, now? No, they're more relaxed about the whole thing. And it's not a big trauma, you know. They, it, it, they were different. Uh, we couldn't even talk to boy, boys on the street or in the young men. Oh, it was taboo. My father would say, I don't want to be disgraced in the street. I want to be able to talk and look at people in the face. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to be disgraced. It was like a disgrace if you had a baby without a marriage, you know, mm. or something like that. Um, so uh, it was a big thing in those days. But nowadays, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. But, uh, but it's still, it's... It, 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 it's it's nice to do it the right way. Yeah, I mean, I think it's good to yeah. be more open talking about it, though, just from a health yeah. perspective, right? right? Like oh. when it's behind closed doors and hush-hush yes. and there's an issue, then you don't know who to talk to about it or feel comfortable talking about it, too. Yeah, you know? yeah. right. No, it, it, it's, it's much better. I mean, it is better because uh, you know what to, what you, to expect, you know? It's not a fine, it's not a good idea to have just to wait and, and, and find out gradually, uh, you know. I hate this guy. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like you wonder and you wonder until you're a, 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 an adult <laughs> yeah. to find out what's going on. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Counter. Today, Sheldon and I, Sheldon, one of our pharmacists here at HP Pharmacy, Hello. are talking about libido. And this is not a Kurt Cobain or a Nirvana song or anything like not that. that type. You know, it smells like too. My libido. No, okay. Uh, sorry, no Nirvana fans here. But uh, libido as it relates to our sexual health, obviously, which is a huge topic this season. And it's very much related to our hormones and our hormonal level and all of that kind of stuff too. Yep. So we're gonna talk about a couple different things. Um, one, I guess, how are we defining libido again? So we're defining libido as the... the I would say the emotional and mental aspect of sexual okay. health. Sure. Uh, as opposed to performance and the, the physical side the of physical it. The physical side of it, yeah. right. That makes sense, okay. And there's a lot of different factors that can affect this, right? So For sure. we can talk about a bunch of them. Obviously, we'll get into medication as well, specifically. Yeah, that's also a big um, topic. So from a mental perspective, your mental health actually has a huge impact on your, I guess, willingness to be physical or willingness to perform. And some people think, like, you know, we, we I guess... I don't know the right way to say it. We just kind of dismiss it as, oh, not in the mood, right? And then some that might offend someone else or, you know, sure. if you're with your partner, that kind of stuff or whatever. But truthfully, it's it's an actual scientific thing, it right? Is. And there's so many different factors that accompany that. Sure. So, um, yeah, it's not just going to be one single aspect of your life that's determining your ups and downs. Sure, exactly. And we'll get into that as well when it comes to medication because medication can obviously affect the chemicals in your Absolutely. brain and things like that too. <laughs> um, so let's get started by talking about, uh, uh, let's get beyond the genetics and that kind of stuff too. And your environment has a factor in it as well, even though I'd argue your environment probably impacts the other factors. So maybe a more indirect 
relationship there if your environment's impacting your mental health, which is then impacting. <laughs> it's a it's whole a, cascade. It's a cascading yeah. effect for sure. <laughs> um, and from a physical perspective as well, we know for sure that diet and exercise also have a big impact on this. So. The reason I'm talking about this kind of stuff at a high level, I guess, is because it's not just one factor, it's not just one thing, and it's very difficult mm -hmm. to point your finger at that and say, that is my problem specifically right there, because there's so much at play. Like, yeah. let's say you're going through a difficult time in your job, right? Mm -hmm. And you're feeling depressed because of that. That can, in turn, lead to low libido through some chemical reactions. I mean, hormones are all signals right basically telling your body to produce more of this and less of that exactly right mm -hmm. so if those signals are kind of off and off balance whether it's for mental reasons or physical reasons you're not going to be present i guess let's say yeah right Makes um and from a nutrition perspective as well it can actually you know excessive weight can mm -hmm. control your libido and bring it lower but also restricted restricted weight so cholesterol is actually the precursor for all your hormones, which is kind of a fun factor. At least to me, it's fun, but that's because I'm a nerd. <laughs> but from that perspective, if you have an excessive amount of cholesterol, mm -hmm. it, which, you know, overweight, that can have an impact on it, or too little on the flip side, too. So if you've been chronic dieting or doing a lot of exactly. fad dieting. Any extremes. Any extremes, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, and on the exercise front, too, I also wanted to mention that the type of exercise you're doing, male and women, is different. Hmm. Um, but high intensity resistance training for men specifically yeah. can help produce more testosterone. So if you're going to the gym and you know it's great to get to the gym and obviously you don't want to get hurt, but you know doing some of that as opposed to just the low intensity cardio only, that may be why you're feeling the way you're feeling, uh -huh. right? So and for women a little bit more on the moderate side for sure too. Gotcha. Um, so let's before we get into the medication, how would you how would you I guess identify when someone's libido is low what what are those kind it, of complaints that you might it's hear? actually very very difficult to really pinpoint that sure um in fact that's why this is decreased sexual function and decreased mood and things of that nature is one of the most underreported statistics in terms of medication side effects because it's so subjective and it varies so drastically mm -hmm. from one person to another um definitely I guess one way to describe it would be out of your norm. So maybe if you are typically very active and very in the mood and then uh, something in your life occurs or you started a new medication sure. or something like that occurs and then you become a little bit less inclined to participate, um, then for you that is out of the normal and that may be affecting That's you. That's a good way to put and, it. And other people, you know, uh, just various changes in your specific average sure is basically the only way to to really gotcha. identify that gotcha no that makes sense i mean everyone's different right yep. so and everyone has like the mental aspect we talked about a few times now that might impact someone more severely than someone else or the same mm -hmm. mental challenge may impact one person more than another simply because we all react differently to different yeah. things right of course and it's it's crazy how it works like that like you know you react to something like that we talked about the the job scenario earlier right mm -hmm. well then you know maybe that leads into a fight at home because you're stressed out and then that leads to you overeating because you're stressed and then there's the waking and then there's more stress associated with that it's it's just a complete vicious cycle like that all of which can bring down your libido and then yeah. that in itself stresses you out and causes some friction right any 
extremes, any disruption in your your body, your mind, your relationships. Right, definitely. for sure. So I guess, and we're going to get into the medication specifically now because there are some medications that maybe you don't even realize, or, you know, like, it's one of those things, like, as a patient, you hear about 50 side effects, but the way side effects are presented sometimes, especially in commercials, oh, yeah, side effects in this medication may include this. Yeah, they read it right, at right, a million right. miles right, an hour. Right, yeah. And then it's just kind of like white noise. So you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Like, mm -hmm. everything's got a side, you know? So yeah. it's, it's easy to just overlook it or brush past it. or just... And especially this particular side effect sure. is not uh, something that sure. is mentioned a lot. You know what I sure. mean? It's very taboo in, you know, certain settings and things like that. Exactly. So. And I think one of our big goals this season is to empower our patients and empower you all watching to be a part or an activist in your own health, I guess, right? So if you are taking some of these medications, if you do feel, you know, outside of your norm, like Sheldon mentioned mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff, then talk to someone, whether it's a therapist or, you know, your doctor, um, even a pharmacist too, if they maybe say, hey, maybe this medication might be part of it, let's work with your physician, that kind of stuff too, you know, but without that communication, and this is kind of a, a taboo topic sometimes or an embarrassing topic to yeah. talk about, people don't like to admit this kind of stuff mm -hmm. or talk about, but truly without that conversation. It's so much more common than you think. Right, it's extremely <laughs> common. And without that conversation, you can't take action and maybe try to flip it around. Like obviously as we grow older, things change, right? Yeah. And that's a natural part of life, but maybe there's something you can do about that to change it for now and delay it a little bit or something. Yep. So let's get into the medication specifically. Sure. Um, ready, go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the wording that Vince used earlier when you said vicious cycle. Yeah. Um, because ironically, the, the medication that is most commonly affecting libido and, and sexual desires and things like that is actually antidepressants, which as a class of its own, is one of the most prescribed medications sure. in the entire country. Um, so it affects a lot of people, and um, it is ironic, it's sort of a paradox that you take an antidepressant to increase your mood and, and lift you up, but at the same time that can also lead to decreased libido and decreased physical performance and, and things of that nature. So this is, I feel like when we discuss um, things like sexual dysfunction and, and libido and all that kind of stuff, a, a lot of minds automatically think of men. Sure. But it's just as common for women to be affected, especially when anybody is taking antidepressants, because it's messing with the chemicals in your brain to try to regulate things. But like we said, anything that's out of the norm or as things in your life are shifting, that's when uh, you know these changes can occur. Sure. So some of the common medications that may cause this uh, fall in a class that's called SSRI, basically medications that are um, affecting serotonin, which is one of the main chemicals in your brain for, for mood and things like that. Okay. So those may be uh, Paxil and Zoloft and, do, uh, yeah, Paxil and Zoloft are probably the, the most common in that class, and then there's also SNRIs. Those also affect norepinephrine, another chemical in your brain, and then that would be something like Effexor or Duloxetine, gotcha. something like that. Um, yeah, so in terms of those classes, that's probably the most common. Um, but then switching gears to another super common class, blood pressure. Um, and this is a little bit more towards male patients because obviously blood pressure is what helps your physical performance as well. Right. Um, so 
particularly beta blockers. That's any medication that ends with the letters L-O-L, so metoprolol or carvedilol. I end with the letters L-O-L very frequently. Vince always (laughs) does. Um, So, of course, when you're affecting your blood pressure, that can, you know, can have some negative effects on you. Sure. Uh, Something that you might be familiar with, I'll check on your your little spot up there, are medications (laughs) that can, uh, or medications that are used for, for hair loss, which also happen to fall in the same family as prostate health. Sometimes right. they, they do a little bit of both. Um, so obviously affecting prostate health can, you know, uh, affect you down there. So that's, a, that's another class. So those are some of the, the main overall uh, medications that can affect your libido and your, and your sexual function. Um, sure. And then not to leave out women, uh, some studies actually show that antihistamines, so these, these are the medications that you use for allergies, Benadryl, Allegra, Zyrtec, things of that nature, uh, they are used to help to decrease secretions in your sinuses so you don't feel as congested. But sometimes it can actually decrease other secretions as well. So just keep that in mind. It doesn't happen to everybody, but you know it's definitely uh, a possibility. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think the, the stigma, a lot for, I mean, I'm sure it's the same for women too. I obviously can't speak from that perspective myself, but for men, I mean, there's that, you know, that, machismo or you know what I mean like that it's so it's and I think the word dysfunction in and of itself when you say that or hear that it's like no no, no, I'm not dysfunctional you know what I mean okay yeah we could you get this like defensive immediately when you hear that kind of stuff right and when from some like you know like you mentioned I've taken finasteride for a while for Mm -hmm. hair loss and that's a common side effect of it right But the challenging thing is because one of our old pharmacists was asking me, we were trying to, we're a compounding pharmacy too, so we make medication from scratch. We were trying to compound that medication in a different way to possibly remove that side effect because mm-hmm. it would be taken um, yeah. topically instead of orally, right? Cool. So he was asking me all these questions. He's like, oh, so have you had experience with that? I'm like, hey, who's asking? What do you want to know, you know? <laughs> but he's like, so do you have issues with that or do you have issues with mood and depression at that time, yeah. right? And he's asking me these things and I'm just, I'm just like, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm like, I told you, it's hard to identify. I don't, yeah, it is. And I don't, one, like naturally when you hear that kind of thing, right? You're like, well, I don't really want to admit that necessarily. It's kind of like a, a weird thing to admit. But on mm-hmm. the flip side, it's like, all right, well, have I been stressed or moody? It's like, I, I don't know. I mean, there's always a lot going on. So maybe. But then like what you were just saying too, if that was the first cause of this, then what's the side effect I'm experiencing from this medication? Is it the libido thing or is it the mood thing causing that thing you know what I mean it's so complicated yeah. when you break it down into and that that's sense, exactly why you know? I said if it's something that's a, a change in your life right that is what you'll have to be able to identify not really considering or I guess while considering other factors if there's one particular change in life like you just started this medication right then you know you'd be able to identify just for that. sure I guess what do you think is a good takeaway here or a good thing to move forward with? I mean, I think for me, have those conversations, I think would be my takeaway. Yeah, I think that that's, or don't be a fr- or don't be hesitant to ignore that that's a possibility. Sure. Okay. That's a good way of looking at it too. Yeah. Um, and whether it's with your partner or a friend or a therapist or your doctor, pharmacist, if it's, you know, related into that field like we were talking about too, don't be afraid to evaluate all of that kind of stuff and really think, like Sheldon said, is this out of my normal for these kinds of things, right? Mm -hmm. Because there could be something that's 
impacting that. You know, maybe it's diet, maybe it's exercise, maybe it's your mental health, maybe it's something going on in your environment that's impacting any one of those things. And if you yeah. find the root cause of what it is, okay, now we can create a plan and take action from there, mm -hmm. you know? And maybe it is the medication, maybe it's, you know, hey, if you're taking that, you know, hair loss thing, but it's impacting this, well, there's a trade off there and you kind of got to make a choice, yeah, right? Yeah, there are definitely alternatives out there. Um, there are lots of different classes of antidepressants and a million different blood pressure medications. So there's definitely ways to substitute and, and try to try to find an alternative. Right, but you can't find an alternative unless you're comfortable having that discussion exactly. to begin with. Yeah. So I guess I know it's a sensitive topic and I know it's something that people don't like talking about. Um, for me, that's why it's been great growing up with a, a pharmacist for a father because I just, <laughs> you know, naturally, hey, dad, Here's the deal, man. Can we yeah. talk about it? <laughs> you know, so it's been a little easier right, for me right. in that sense. Um, but it takes a little bit of, uh, you know, sometimes... Acceptance. Acceptance, yeah, yeah, sure. Acceptance is the right word or being willing to put your ego aside for a minute and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff and say, all right, how can I address these things? What can I do about this? What will help me? Let's have a conversation about yeah, it. Yeah, I think definitely society and everything is, is changing and the media too. So it's... Okay a lot more of an open topic for discussion. Cool, I agree. Thank you guys for all joining us on this episode. Hope you guys found it informative. If you have any questions, as always, you can find us at hbpharmacy.com or gaspersbest.com. Thank you, Sheldon, for speaking with us today. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. On the next episode of Behind the Counter, you talk to um, the healthcare professionals, and the major takeaway point is it does have a lot of different drug interactions. Right. Uh, potentially fatal. So, you know, don't hide that. Yeah. And don't get it from next door neighbor. <laughs> um, the price has gone down a lot.